God's uh, new series is starting today. This new series, A Heart of Praise and Worship. A Heart of Praise and Worship. Let's get into what God wants from us in this area. Amen. Very, very important. Because God is, God, our only reason we are alive is to glorify God. Amen. So a heart of praise and worship. Today is part one of two. Part one of two. Let's look at our foundation scripture, Psalm 138 and 2. Foundation scripture, Psalm 138 and 2, New Living Translations. I bow before your holy temple as I worship. I praise your name. For your unfailing love and faithfulness. I mean, y'all can say God is faithful. Amen. 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 Praise God. Amen. Praise God. You think about that car accident that happened 35 feet in front of you and you're still alive. Praise God. Hallelujah. For your promises are backed by all the honor of your name. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, you know, all the promises of God in Jesus are yes in Jesus. Amen. God's always going to honor his word. So he's not like someone that we may see down here. We can glorify him because he's always going to honor his words. We saw in another series that his word, he holds his word above his name. Amen. Right. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Let's look at a companion text. First Chronicles 28 and 9. First Chronicles 28 and 9. New Living Translation. And Solomon, my son, learned to know the God of your ancestors intimately. Worship and serve him with your whole heart and a willing mind. So now you gotta talk about that because we gotta make sure that that we are giving God our all. So however you define all, you gotta give him your all in terms of your whole heart. But then we have to also want to do it. That's where the willing part goes in. We gotta make sure we are choosing. A will tell us what we want. So we have to want to make sure that we are worshiping praising God. Amen. For the Lord sees every heart and knows every plan and thought. So if if we understand that, that we can't get over on God. So even though you might be you may or may not have good or bad intent with something, and we gotta understand this piece. God, here's it is. For the Lord sees every heart and knows every plan and thought. So we got to understand that aspect of it because the things that the enemy may try to throw at our mind, we already learned those here. We got to cast those thoughts out. And we got to make sure that when we are thinking about God, that is pure and that we want to give him our all. Because God sees when, we, when people may try to have step. We got to make sure we're doing it. Amen. Praise God. Right, let's rock and roll. Let's rock. All right, so God's objective for this series is uh, to get us to a place where we sincerely honor and worship God. That's it. To get us to a place where we sincerely honor and worship God. We're going to learn some things about um, praise and worship uh, in this series. Amen? Let's rock and roll. All right, so we talk about praise and worship. We talk about praise. We're talking about expressing appreciation, uh, thanks, a salute, all for the glory of God. All for the glory of God. Again, expressing appreciation, thanks, a salute, all for the glory of God. Just praise Him. Amen? And then we're talking about worship, we're talking about bowing down of the heart. Bowing down the heart, reverence, respect, and humbly honoring God. Humbly honoring God, all right? So God desires both praise and worship, amen? As we see here, overall, it's an outward expression of our inward heart, love, and faith in God. So again, when we engage in praise and worship, it's an outward expression of what should be inside of us, Amen. We're just giving an outward expression of what's in our heart towards God. Amen? 
our heart, love, and faith in him. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. God deserves it. He deserves it and more. Amen. Praise God. All right, so all that is within you, let's look at the scripture. All that is within you. Let's look at Psalm 103 and 1. Psalm 103 and 1, New King James Version. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Why would he put all? We saw in the other scripture here it says a whole heart. Will. Why would he do that? Because it's also possible for people to engage in this and not be giving their all. So this is this is another one of those series, as they all are, but this is another one of those series where we got we not look to the left or right, we looking right here in the mirror at us to say, I, I gotta make sure I'm doing this, and if I'm already doing it, continue to grow and do better. If I'm not, it's an opportunity for us to grow. Amen? We have, praise God, praise God. When we sincerely pray and worship, let's look at Psalm uh, 22 and 3, Psalm 22 and 3, King James Version. But thou art holy, O thou that inhabitest the praises of Israel. Amen? So God engulfs it. So it's not that when we engage in praise and worship, that it's going to the ceiling. You know what I mean? You may have a drop ceiling or, or a drywall. No, 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 no. This is the spirit thing. So God inhabits those praises. Amen? Hey, do y'all know, just a, uh, similarly, but slightly different, but similarly, hey, Bible says, hey, when even one person gets saved, the, he the angels are rejoicing. Heaven's rejoicing. Amen? So when we praise and worship, it's not that we're just doing it into the air. We're doing it from a spirit realm perspective directly to God, and God engulfs it. He enjoys it. Amen? That's a good thing. That's a good thing, don't you? Not doing it in a futile way. To say, hey, let me, I'm, not just, I'm not just doing it. I'm doing it and paying attention to all that God has for us. Amen? Praise God. Praise God. All right. All right, let's rock and roll. So two of many ways. There are many ways to need to praise and worship, but two of many ways uh, to praise and worship. One is without music and singing. So we, we come to service and... There's a part of at least the service that we have here, but in a lot of services, they have a time where they engage in praise and worship. Amen. Um, and so, but we have to grow to a place where we understand that praise, one area, one opportunity for praise and worship is without singing and music. Amen. Without singing and music, you reference Isaiah 25 and 1, you reference Psalm 29 and 2. Let's look at that. A, how do you do that? A is with your native language. So you may you may speak Spanish, you may speak Russian, you may speak Chinese, you may speak English. That's your native language. So when you're in, so one way of engaging in praise and praise and worship without music is talking to God, Lord God, with and within your native tongue. Amen. You can reference uh, Jeremiah 33 and 11, uh, Hebrews 13 and 15. Amen. All right. Another way without music and singing is B with our heavenly language. If you've already received the baptism with the Holy Spirit, and you may have already engaged and received the common evidence of speaking other tongues, uh, again, you can go back to that series about understanding the Holy Spirit uh, with regards to tongues. That is one, it's a huge benefit to have that heavenly language of tongues. So one, one of the benefits of uh, praying or speaking in tongues is you can engage in praise and worship with tongues. Amen? Praise God. Praise God. We want to use all the, the weapons and benefits that God's given us in our tool belt. Amen? Praise God. All right? You can reference 1 Corinthians 14, 16 through 17. All right? All right, so that's one. One way of praise and worship is without music and singing. And then two is with music and singing. We understand that a lot of times in services we have it here. 
when we engage in uh, praise and worship with music and singing. You reference Psalm 9 and 2 and Psalm 911. Amen? So we can deal with or without music, or with or without singing. Amen? And some, just talking, both either in tongues or in your native language. Amen? Let's rock and roll. Alright, so what is God looking for? Our Father, our Allah Father is looking for, let's look at John 4, 20 through 24. John 4, 20 through 24, New Living Translation. So tell me, why is it that you Jews insist that Jerusalem is the only place of worship, while we Samaritans claim it is here at Mount Gerizim where our ancestors worshiped? All right, this person talking to Jesus, and there, and there was a thought that the Jews would only be saying the only, the only time uh, people who worship would be at the temple. And uh, the Samaritans who were in hands-wise, they were mixed with Jewish and other uh, cultures, they were saying that the worship had to be somewhere else, right? Jesus replied, believe me, dear woman, the time is coming when it will no, here we go, when it will no longer matter whether you worship the Father on this mountain or in Jerusalem. You Samaritans know very little about the one you worship, while we Jews know all about him, for salvation comes through the Jews. Now, what Jesus was talking about, like a lot of us know, uh, the Jews were the chosen people initially. He's, those are God's people. So those are the ones that God wanted to get the concept of salvation, understanding Jesus first, and then everyone else would have got it. But the Jews weren't, as you read in the scriptures, they were sometimes getting it, but a lot of times they didn't get it. So it was opened up earlier, but overall, to all people. So that's what Jesus was talking about, all right? Um, but the time is coming. Indeed, it's here now. Here we go. When true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth, okay? So it's not, it doesn't get into uh, Jews or Greeks. It's about everyone worshiping God through Jesus Christ. The Father is looking for those who will worship him in uh, that way. But God is spirit, so those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So we understand, we understood, certainly when God was doing the faith series, we understood that God is spirit. So everything that God has, everything that God does is in the spirit realm. Let's first go back to that. Every God is spirit. <laughs> God is spirit. So everything that God does and is, is in the spirit realm. We understood before in the other series that the spirit realm is the unseen realm. We understand that's where all our blessings are. We understand that's where things start. They start in the spirit realm. The things we see here, the, the bathroom wall, the door, the wall, these things are all, you know, in this dimension, but it's not as real as the spirit realm. Does that make sense? So the things we can't see is more real than the things we can see. God is awesome. God, God, God made, uh, Hebrews 11 and 1. He said, look, the things that were, uh, I'm paraphrasing, but the things that were made were first made by the things we can't see. All right? That's how God made things. He referenced uh, Hebrews 1 and he, I mean, Hebrews 11 and 1 and Hebrews 11 and 3. So you can make, make sure that. So that helps us to understand as we're walking in Christ, the things we can't see are more real. That's helpful to know that because when we engage in this area of worship, like God was just saying before, we're not looking for a response from God in terms of something tangible, like something physically coming out of the sky. We're just giving it all to him because we know we're doing it in the spirit realm, right? So God said he's looking for, what is he looking for? Those who are working him in truth. God is looking for those who worship him in that way. 
God is spirit, so the thing you have to worship in him is in the spirit realm. Does that make sense? All right. Praise God. Praise God. Now, what do you mean by that? So, God's looking for a person to talk about in spirit. In spirit, number one, is referring to the spirit level. So, to, to really worship God the way God is saying. Now, people can worship all kinds of gods and idols, um, but the way God is talking about is a person must receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Again, God looking for people to worship him in spirit and truth because God is spirit. Well, one aspect of worshiping him in spirit is that people need to have a relationship first with Jesus Christ. Does that make sense? So why? Why is that? Because God is all about his son. He sent his sacrifice. So we have to, we have to make sure that's the only way we can come and worship God. Now, people may try, but the way God receives it is through his son, Jesus Christ, with those who are believers. Amen? Praise God. Uh, number two, God is everywhere. God is omnipresent, all right? You can worship him whenever and wherever. So one thing Jesus was trying to get the, the woman to understand is that, hey, the time is coming. Actually, it's here now. He said, look, it doesn't matter where you worship. You just make sure you worship him in spirit and truth. And you could be in the shower. You could be down at the Wawa. You could be in, in service. Just worship him in spirit and in truth. So we don't have to, um, we're not bound. We don't necessarily have to come to the UTA building. To worship God, amen? Praise God. Very, very important. So you can worship God in your car, amen? You can worship him whenever and wherever. All right, and then number three, with, under spirit, we got to worship him with our whole heart. That means everything engaged, 100% focused on him. This is so key. Nothing else. So, we got to ask ourselves, when we engage in praise and worship, when we're home, uh, when we're here in service or wherever, um, are we thinking about God? Or is our mind and heart focused on something else? Only you can answer that. Only y'all can answer that. When we're having that moment of uh, praise and worship, where is our mind? Because if our mind is on something else, we got to recognize one, we're supposed to cast down that thought. So, no, this isn't the time to be thinking about whether you close the garage door or not. I know that might be a, a factual piece, but that's a, that's a dark, that's a dark from the enemy to try to get us all focus on worshiping God, amen. So, so same type thing. With, uh, so, so are we focused on the garage door? Are we focused on how the worship team sounds or, or the sound of music? Now, this isn't that time. Worship team got they got their own individual responsibility too. Like, you know, God told them before. Look, we are singing, and we're going to see it before. We're going to sing it again. We're singing to God. We're not singing to the uh, the congregation. We are singing to God. If the congregation chooses to engage, praise the Lord. They don't. Praise the Lord. We gotta individually do it. So same person on the third, fourth, fifth, whatever pew, we gotta make sure that we are it's this that individual time of this your attention and heart is towards God. Amen? Very, very important. So it's gotta be with your whole heart. Your whole heart. Because we saw the other scripture. God's looking. God's looking at what we're doing. And so if we Stand up or sit, and we're doing it. We're doing doing the motions. He's seeing that. He's saying this is an opportunity for you to have time with me, and you're doing something else. He's like, and I see you're standing up, but your heart and your mind is on something else. So you don't want to be going through the motions. You're not impressing anybody. Period. Does that make sense? So we gotta make sure we spend this time. We have this time with God. We give Him our full attention, our whole heart. Amen. 
So that's in spirit. That's in spirit. So God wants us worshiping in spirit and truth. That's the in spirit part. And here's the in truth part. Number one, according to truth. So we got to worship him. When we say spirit and in truth, that means in part according to the word of God. What does that mean? There are people who will go to, well, when he was alive, they'll go to a Michael Jackson concert. Or they'll go to a Beyonce concert. And you'll see them crying and falling out. They are engaged in worship. They are. They are engaged in worship. But that's not biblical worship. God said you need to worship me in spirit and in truth. Truth is according to the word of God. Now, if Michael Jackson would have given his life to the Lord and Beyonce is still alive, so one day maybe she will or whatever, um, if they turn that gift that God has given them into praise and worshiping him, then when people come to a Beyonce concert or whomever else, come to a Beyonce concert and it's all about worship, then they won't be worshiping Beyonce. They will be worshiping God altogether. Does that make sense? We went to a Martha Manuzzi concert, and it, and it changed from concert to just all worship. Does that make sense? It was up here in Wilmington, and we were just all in worship. Because she was, she was used by God as a vessel to engage in worship. Does that make sense? We just happened to be there worshiping with her. Amen? So we got, so we, God said he worshiped in spirit and in truth. That's what his word says. We got to do truth according to the word of God. Does that make sense? There are people who will engage in worship of Allah. Of, of Buddha, of all, they will engage in some form of worship, but that's not in truth. So we gotta make sure. Again, God's teaching us. We gotta make sure we're doing it the way He wants. All right. Also, number two, uh, in truth, with a sincere, genuine heart. God has talked about it. We're not false. Not going through emotions. Gotta, we gotta make sure we're doing it. All right. And then, and number three, in Christ, in Christ, Jesus made a claim. He said. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. We got to choose to believe that or not. So that being the case, we got to worship him through Christ. Admit, you reference John 14 6. The only way to worship God the Father is through Jesus Christ. Amen? Got to make sure that. Don't, you know, got to make sure we're doing that. All right? Very, very good. All right, now, always understand this. And we're going to conclude with this today. When we engage in worship, you are doing this as an audience of one. I don't care who else is there. I don't care how many family members. I don't care if you're on the worship team or not. When we engage in worship, we are doing it to an audience of one. You can see there, you can reference God, the Father, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. So you can talk about the Trinity because you can worship each of the three. And that's what we're talking about, not doing it for other people. It doesn't matter whether you have a microphone in your hand or not. It's about you worshiping God. If other people choose to engage in worship, let's say it's about corporate worship. If if you're if you're either on the worship team or you're in the first or third row, whatever, look, it's about that time, that moment with you and God. Period. If other people stand, they sit, that's up to them. We hope. Because the opportunity for corporate worship was just great. But you got to make sure it all goes to your godly account. So you got to make sure, remember, you know God is looking. So we got to make sure we're doing it to an audience of one, no one else, all right? We worship speaking or singing to an audience of one, speaking singing to God, not singing to the congregation or for other people. We're speaking and singing only to God the Father 
or Jesus Christ, or the Holy Spirit. So we say all these things all. One, in terms of the, you can do the trick. God the Father, or Jesus Christ, or the Holy Spirit. But it ain't to other people. It's not for you. It's not for anyone else. It's an audience of one. Just vertical. When we get that part down, whether you're in the car, you're in the shower, it, I, is that something you may have seen or have done it? You may have engaged in worship. You, have, you, be, you might be at the stoplight. You look to the left and somebody's looking at you like, okay, okay, I, yeah, you know. You're like, okay, they, they engage in worship. One, because you ain't hearing all, all, all the other sounds coming out the car, out the other car. You're like, oh, yeah. you know, they, they engage in. But no, that, so it doesn't matter. So you might be by yourself. You know, it's an opportunity to show a minimum appreciation of how much you adore God with your whole heart. He's given so much, so much for us. So much. There are people right now who aren't alive on this side of life. That by itself says, I need to give him everything. In my lifestyle, in my walk, and everything else. But when you engage in that form of worship, because worship, can get, like I said, like, well, not me, but like God, God says, there's many forms of worship. You worship God in giving, worship God in activities. It's like, but right now we're just focusing on these pieces. We got to give him our everything. And, we gotta, and when we are doing it, we got to be sincere. Will the enemy try to throw thoughts? Um, and kind of get you off mentally and thinking about something else and doing something else. Yeah, because that's what the enemy does. But it's our role to say, no, this is my individual moment with God. I'm giving him my all. Because here's the thing. When we go to be with the Lord and we're in heaven, this is just practice. We're going to be up there saying, holy, holy, holy. So we might as well get the practice down now. Does that make sense? All right, give God some glory. Amen. Praise God, praise God, God, praise God. Father, we just praise and thank you, Father. Glory to God, God, you are awesome, awesome, awesome. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's just make sure that we are engaged in doing this. Let's make sure, like, we learn to make sure that we are doing the word and not just hearing it only. And make sure this week we are engaged in this. Hey, look, yes, service is, is technically about to be over. But we can make sure that when we engage in praise and worship this week, that we are applying this word. We take time to practice and say, say, no, 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 uh, 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 You know, if something else tries to come in your mind, you cast it out, you know, look at your kids, or your cousins, or your spouse. You know, look, you got to make sure that you're focusing on God. Amen? And then also share it with people. Share these nuggets. Share the things that you're learning so that we are discipling, helping to advance this kingdom. Amen? Give God some glory. Amen? Hallelujah. Probably praise and thank you, Lord God. We thank you, God.